Hello, and welcome back to Lucy Mar and the Stars. Today's episode is an absolutely incredible conversation, if I do say so myself. We have Meg Josephson, Cancer Sun, Leo Rising, Gemini Stellium in the 11th house. She was basically made to learn lessons, speak about them, teach about them, and ultimately help people with her Scorpio North Node. We get into all of this and why she's an incredible spiritualist and content creator in today's episode, and she's studying to be a therapist, so it's an incredible perspective for us to have here. Um, I hope you enjoy and listen on in. Okay, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> we are here. We are doing a nighttime sesh. It's yes. like 8, 8 p.m. So we're kind of, this is kind of a party podcast, if we're being honest. It's a little bit romantic. <laughs> a little romantic, a little date night. Here with Meg Josephson. Woo! <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. What's up? Not much. Thanks for having me. Lucy Mar and the stars. Mm, you're my star today. Oh my um, gosh, likewise. Where are you tuning in from? Uh, we are tuning in from San Francisco because I just moved here like a month ago. So it's actually 5 p.m. my time. Still still got that date, romantic date evening vibe. It's a happy um, hour for you. It's a exactly, exactly. Um, but I just, I moved from New York. So I was living in New York City before. Um, giving the West Coast a try. Why not? We're young. (laughs) We're young. The sun is there. Might as well just see. Okay. The sun is there, but it's also, it's so interesting because you think of California and you think of sunshine and warmth, but San Francisco is a microclimate. So it's like often cloudy and cooler, but then you go like 10 minutes outside of the city and it's like 10 degrees warmer. It's so, I like it because I like like cooler fall temperatures, but it's def. I was like, wait, I'm confused. Do I live in California? Why aren't I sunburned? This is weird. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. Is it, it's because the microclimates are because of the mountains? Um, yeah, I think so. But then it's, it's funny because it has a name, like the cloud that just lingers in San Francisco is called Carl, apparently. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, it was just like, could have picked random. a different name. Oh, but yeah. You don't know about Carl? Yeah, it's like, he's just so clingy. He won't go away. He's just always here. <laughs> I didn't realize that it had an it, that they had a name when I, we, I got here. So I called it like the San Francisco spirit. And I was like, I feel like it just, it just lives here. And then it was like, someone was like, its name is Carl. <laughs> oh, like, so oh. sorry. <laughs> didn't know. Okay. That's like, okay, Carl. Like he's yeah. very grounded, a very earthly man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so what, what is a day? What does a day look like for you? What do you do? What are you passionate about? What's your life and dreams and goals? You can answer anything. I was going to say, which one do I choose? Um, so I'm currently in grad school right now. Um, I'm getting my master's of social work at Columbia. So I'm halfway through. I have one more year to go. Um, but my passion lies more in spirituality and meditation and I'm really interested in incorporating um tradition not I guess uh talk therapy with spiritual and mindfulness based methods um so yeah that's kind of that's kind of the goal but I also do some I dabble with content creation I have a YouTube channel um 
and I mostly just talk about like, you know, meditation and I'm vegan. So I share a lot of vegan stuff too. And yeah, we just have a good time over there. So. She's being she's being a little humble girl. She's a she is a fucking star, famous, viral. Um, <laughs> no, YouTube, no. YouTube, and honestly, I've been loving the TikTok content lately. Oh, uh, I know. I can't. I can't really commit to it. I'm having a hard time. I, I've made I, like, you know, one a week maybe. I just I struggle because it's like it really sucks you in. Mm -hmm. right like tiktok is is designed to suck you in and then i think to myself am i contributing to the noise by mm -hmm. creating content in that because you almost need to consume tiktok to create it like in order to know what sounds are trending and things like that totally. like, but i don't want to consume it i just want to create it that's why i like youtube because i don't need to i can just create and it doesn't really matter what everyone else is doing yeah but, I have a, I have, a, I'm just figuring out my relationship with, with short-term video. Um, mm. I don't know. I've thought about, I've thought about having an assistant who just does that, like sends me the trending True. songs and explains oh. it. Cause then it's like, I can think of, you can think of an idea really fast. It's just like. It's true. It's true. And then it just said, oh, we have a, we have a guest. Alfie. Oh my gosh. Alfie. What's um, Alfie's birthday? What's, what's his We birthday? don't know. We think, um. Cause we adopted him. We aren't like super sure, but some we're think sometime in November. Mm. I do, don't you know think a, do you think he's a Scorpio or a Sagittarius? Probably more Scorpio. I think. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. But you, so you have your moon, your Mercury and your Venus, and they're all in Gemini. So that indicates Gemini traits like um, thinking, absorbing information, communicating with other people, talking about things, expanding your perspective, all of those in the house of community and social media, like that's also where you're learning a lot. Like not necessarily TikTok, but like you can be learning from other creators or just like um, the communities you're a part of, like somehow you get sources from them or I don't know. Totally. I would agree with that. I feel like, I mean, I feel like our generation and the gen generation below us would agree with this, that social media just introduces you to so many things. Like I definitely wouldn't have gone vegan if it wasn't for social media, because I didn't know about the environmental impacts of animal agriculture. And like, I mean, I also feel like Instagram has become almost like a news source now as well. Um, not necessarily always a reliable one, but it's definitely, um, yeah, it's definitely a big part. And I also just think there's such strong opportunity for building community digitally, as we've even seen like this past year, um, not just with building the community, but like finding the community and finding people that have similar interests as you mm -hmm. and uh, like a, just a plat built in platform to share your voice and what you're passionate about and like see if anyone agrees or like likes what you have to say, which yes. I think is yeah. And it's just like connecting, it's like, yeah, connecting like-minded people. And like the algorithms are crazy, but they also like, they do shoot the right people towards you sometimes. Yeah, like, totally. Like, yeah. it's such a, such a dance to play with it. But also because you have a Gemini moon there, it's like when you're feeling anxious or like 
like you just might go and try to learn something like that's mm-hmm. maybe that might be one of like the ways that you like cope is to just like learn or talk it out with somebody or like think about how it connects to the bigger purpose and I, actually i feel like you do this in your youtube videos like you talk about something that happened to you and then you're explaining the processing of that totally i feel like that's become like my main um like content pillar is just sharing what I'm learning and like maybe it'll resonate with other people as well and then I never run out of things to say because you know naturally just by going through life we're always going to be encountering different things I almost like to weave in how you know things come up in my meditation practice versus real life and like you know, what I could have done differently or something that I, I liked that I had done. So, um, yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And the, so with your mercury there, which is your communication, like that's also what keeps your content interesting is because Gemini is changing so much. So you're, you're, you have your toes in everything. Like guys, if you don't know Meg, you're stupid, but um, <laughs> now you do. <laughs> now you do. But like, she'll post like, a sustainable clothing, like recipes, um, like aesthetic videos, uh, things with like meditation, a day in the life of a student, all different kinds of things. And it's like that novelty is interesting for people. Yes. But it's also like what you love to do. Like you love to experience new things. So you're just like taking people along for the ride. That's a nice way of putting it because I feel like I would have, I, I usually phrase it as like, I just can't commit to a one passion like I just don't I've never felt like I have this one singular passion that is I'm meant to follow and it's it's more of like an umbrella and there's so many like consciousness sustainability like there's so many things built under that but I also think that that's a fault of what we're taught which is like we need to have one thing one career and that's obviously so not true um, and we're like allowed to shift and evolve and our interests are allowed to change. So that's a nice way of putting it because I would say I'm more scattered, but I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate your, your positive <laughs> framing of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's also a really good way of putting it of like the freedom to change your mind, because that is a lot of it with Gemini and the, and with your Venus there and your close relationships, like people have to be okay with you like having an idea about something and then it changing literally a week later for not really always a reason because also the Gemini is the twins. So it's like, it could have just hit you on one side of the twins where like, you know, do you know what I mean? Like you're very introverted or very extroverted. And I just like, I was going to say, I have, I'm something I'm constantly working on. It's like, I have such black or white thinking I'm like I'm either fully doing something or I'm like I'm out like I'm not doing it at all or like I fully love someone or I'm like nah I'm over it (laughs) like I'm I'm good and so I feel like that kind of plays into it as well and just like once I make a decision like it's done and Mm -hmm. there's no going back yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's interesting also this also relates to like how we were talking about your content and how it's like mostly just you learning stuff or getting messages or lessons and then like bringing it to people there that is related to your son in the 12th house which is your chart ruler so it's it's the one who's in control of all this and this son in the 12th house to reach your core of self to find your identity you need so much time alone and like 
you just literally need time to like get intuition of what you're supposed to be because for 12th house placements identity is hidden for us from us unless we like actively quiet our minds to find it so yeah i can't even express how much that is true <laughs> and like the fact that that is that single-handedly would make me believe in astrology if I didn't believe in it because like that is the most true thing about myself and does it like I, I used to lie to myself and say I was an extrovert because when I'm in social situations like I think I can handle conversation and I like I'm not shy necessarily but to recharge I really need so much time by myself and not just like watching tv but like really sitting with my thoughts and mm -hmm. being like connected and being quiet. And if I don't have that like quality time with myself, I'm off. I'm just not my best mm -hmm. version. So damn. Yeah. Damn accurate. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then the other aspect of 12th house is like, you, you love having that privacy too. Like this, we've talked about this before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the perception thing of yeah. your son is is just wanting to kind of like be a little witch in the woods and get messages and like not really be perceived but then you know that you know shit so you're kind of, it's all that gemini is like <laughs> i want to tell people this shit and then your leo rising is like well being the star of the show is kind of fun though <laughs> and also with like the community building social media stuff I'm like I can't be hidden and build community at the same time oh my goodness is this a day this is a daily conversation with myself like mm -hmm. I just want to go off the grid and I don't like work at a local library <laughs> and like no one's gonna know who I am but then I also I'm like I have things to say and I want, I want people to hear it. I also want to be credited for that. Thank you. Totally. Yeah, it's totally. I always used to say before social media was like really a career option for people. Like growing up, I would always be like, oh, I want to have my own lifestyle magazine, but I want it to be like my own so that I could have like creative control and like, and now I'm like, I guess that's what I'm doing just digitally. It's just an in video form. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny. It feels egotistic to be like, I want it to be mine. But I think it also is about like the freedom that comes with just being in charge. Like I can't go back to an office. I will never work in an office ever yep. again. I yep. can't do it. I just can't mm -hmm. do it. Some people love it. Some people thrive in those settings. Good for them. Not good for me. I just mm -hmm. can't do it. And that's mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. And it's like, you're having a Leo rising is like, it's like you are meant like, Leo is the sun like you need people to shine off of it's not egotistical it's like it's inspiring other people to do the same for them do you know for themselves I hope you know? so yeah totally but then the more, yeah. the more anyone is themselves then that's just letting everyone else know you can be you can step into your power too like of course yeah no it's true and th that's that's always a good r truth to come back to because social media can be it can be draining and toxic, but if you're consuming it consciously, it can be a very inspiring place. Mm -hmm. And um, just, it all depends on the intention, which is like everything. It's just like, what's your intention behind this? But um, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, that intention thing, it's like, 
it the difference I think is people who like are giving themselves fully self-love pouring into themselves choosing themselves but also the but not the egotistical would be then if you think you're better than anyone the the where you want to be is just like you should want everyone to be pouring that much self-love into themselves and that much confidence like you know and also maybe like not everyone was meant to discover self-love in this life or like Mm -hmm. not even meant to even touch spirituality in this life and it's like it's nothing to judge them for like it's it's just where they're at you know like ten five years ago like I was a totally different person and I'm sure you were too and like we're all just learning at the pace that we're supposed to I think so Totally. I agree with that. No one's life is better or worse than anyone else's. Everyone is just living the life and learning the lessons that they signed up for. Like, that's so true. And like the lessons they're supposed to learn. Like, I, I really think we come into this lifetime and all of our lives with like what we, what we're supposed to gain from it. And like the experiences that we have are those are giving us those exact lessons. So It's like, it's just is, it's not even, yeah, it's not better or worse. It just is. And yeah, I was, I was looking at TikToks also about like low vibrational and high vibrational Mm. and it's like low vibrations and high vibrations. They just are. Yes. Yeah. Like, like you don't like strive for one or the other. They're going to, any of them are going to happen to you at any given time based on living the whole spectrum of human experience it's also just toxic positivity to think that we're supposed to like be happy and grateful all the time no we're not life is like being in a human body is painful like yeah and it's not that i feel like the the, i i talk about this so much just like how it's so bad to stigmatize feelings like that we're not supposed to feel like anger and jealousy and sadness like they may not be comfortable to feel, but they carry information. And it's like, it's not like the human language I think has made them bad because it's like quote negative emotions, but it's just meant to be felt. And the sooner we feel it, the sooner it'll pass out of our bodies. But like, we can't, uh, I feel that like the high vibe, low vibe thing. Like there's so much judgment layered in the hierarchy of vibration and frequency. And I'm like, it just it just is yeah we're just all doing the best with what we know that's all yeah yeah it's just like compassion compassion is cool speaking of compassion (laughs) your so you have your son in cancer and then you have your mars in virgo in the second house so this to me indicates that you really care about being of a service to others you really want to like m- provide practical help to people. So like makes so much sense that you're studying like therapy, like literally, but you're motivated by that. Like being able to help somebody have some sort of solution, leaving something like is the most fulfilling thing for you. Totally. And like, I like how you said practical because I feel like there's, there can often be a lot of vague help out there and I I feel like it's so useful like whenever at the end of my therapy sessions with like my own therapist I'll be like okay so 
like, what can I work on for next time? Or like, can you give me some homework? Just something to think about. I'm like, I just want actual tools because I just think that's how our brain, or at least that's how my brain works. And I think it's helpful just to have that. Yes. Um, Also the Virgo is like always trying to improve. So it's just funny. How do I get better? How do I get better? (laughs) You're like, how do I fix this? As if like something inherently needs to be fixed all the time when like, (laughs) that's also not true. And yeah. yeah. (laughs) So many words to unpack there. Yeah. (laughs) It's also in your second house of um, money and self-worth. So to me, this indicates you choosing to create like, and with your thoughts, cause Virgo is communication is changing your beliefs around money compensation, what you can make doing what you love making money also that you can give back to it. It's like change, like you, and you have so many career paths right now. Like you have so many different avenues and I feel like it's all about manifesting, believing you deserve it. And then you can have what you want, you know? It's so true. And I, I really could, was confronted with that when I, I was working in marketing, like right after college. And then I, um, after like a year I quit to do freelance just to work for myself and figure out my next steps. And I found myself, I noticed thoughts in myself. If I wasn't sitting at the computer from nine to five, AKA copying and pasting a corporate schedule, then I like wasn't doing enough where I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm not even working. What am I doing? And I was just so confused about what, what, what am I supposed to be doing with my time if it doesn't look like office life? Um, and I also think that's just the, we're in this new era where like with social media and the digital world, you really can make anything a career. And just believing that that is true. And also like, I do think it comes down to self-worth, like believing that, um, it is a real career and like helping people digitally having a therapy practice completely online is just as valuable if not more than an in-person therapy practice and mm-hmm. i do think there's like stigma against there used to be so much stigma i feel like against working from home and then COVID happened and everyone's like i love working from home <laughs> why didn't i do this before and i was like hello this is what i've been saying <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah no no it's so true and you also have your Chiron there too. So that's also like uh, healing wounds around that, healing wounds around like your self-worth and just, yeah, that that your career is legit, you know? Like, because yeah. I, and I have a similar thing sometimes with my parents just because like they are both academics, but they don't know shit about social media and like astrology. So like trying to explain it is like, interesting you know because you're trying you have to commodify your energy in a way that other people don't do in their jobs do you know what I'm saying totally it's totally true and even like what what even makes someone a good whatever like a good I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking about like you know societally to become a therapist for example just because that's what I know about is like there you there are a lot of options you can take you can get a PhD you can do what I'm doing, get a master's in social work. You can get a master's in counseling, psych, whatever. But at the end of the day, like all the letters you have next to your name, you can have a PhD and be a really shitty therapist if you haven't done the work yourself. We always see the world through our own inner worlds mm-hmm. and we project those 
outward. Like if I'm offended by something, it's not because it was inherently offensive necessarily. Maybe it was, maybe it was actually harmful, but it's because there is something layered in that. Uh, some history of other people saying that or something like that. So with like society saying this is a valid career or this is not a valid career, I think a lot is coming to the surface just in realizing like it's more complicated than how many letters you have next to your name, what degree you have, what college you went to. It's like, how much do I, what's my intention behind going into this career? Like, have I done my own self-reflection and healing and, and pushing that out? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, completely. I literally, I, I ended with my last therapist because something was going on. She, she projected onto me in a way that I was just like, you shouldn't really ever like have that make your client feel bad. And I was like, I was like, I literally now have trauma from my therapist. Yeah, it, and it's dangerous because energetically you're you're opening your channel so wide to this person you know nothing about. You have never met them. You're just trusting them because they call themselves a therapist. And then when your energy is so open and they they hurt you, you're, it's going to hurt 10 times deeper because you're you're wide open, right? Oh my I know God. someone who was told they were bad at therapy because they weren't opening up right away because they had a lot of trauma to work through. And I'm like, um, like how even like a normal person with like any emotional intelligence would know not to say that. Like, how can you be a therapist and say that? So it's like, there's a lot of responsibility. And I think, I mean, I'm not, again, just to be clear, I'm not saying I'm, perfect and have like solved everything in my inner inner wounds and inner workings but I think just at least being aware of you know the healing that we are doing and have to do and the responsibility that it Mm -hmm. a lot of work carries too Mm -hmm. yeah yes okay so another aspect related to this with your Virgo Mars is the aspect of like perfectionism oh baby <laughs> so we love this one we love yeah, this whole guy we love it. but it's like this is in your motivation so this can show up as not doing something because you don't think it's going to be perfect or all the details aren't figured out yet oh my god my my face is in my palms because that's so true like just being paralyzed like and then just doing nothing and because it's like well if it's not perfect i just won't do it at all I remember you gave, you, didn't, you gave me a birth chart reading. I was actually thinking about this today. Like I genuinely think about this on a regular basis. So if you haven't gotten your birth chart reading from Lucy, what are you doing? Um, but you told me like I need to, or maybe this was a tarot reading that you did after my birth chart reading, but you said I need to be more impulsive and like mm-hmm. less logical. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, what's the formula that I'll follow to achieve this and whatever and i'm like that's perfectionism baby just feeling like there even there is a formula for things and often it's just feeling following feeling overthinking and woof that is true that is true but then i also think about what you said earlier like how i'm motivated by helping or like giving tangible skills to people there's no perfection in that like 
you can't even do, you can't be perfect in that. Like it's all about how people perceive and receive the help. So it's like, that doesn't even make sense how I could apply perfectionism to that. (laughs) Perfectionism uh, is so stupid. It's just so like, it's just so stupid. Why, 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 just why I'll even find, I'll, I'll notice I'm like meditating, which is like, if there's anything to not judge yourself for, it's that like, you're literally just sitting there. Like you, what could you be doing differently? I'll, and I'll notice thoughts in my head and it's like, are you doing this right? <laughs> are you doing this for long enough? Should you have gotten up earlier? <laughs> like, can you not today? <laughs> Thank you so much. Take a seat. Take a seat. I'm in control now. Thank you. This is not, if there's, this is not an area where perfectionism even makes sense because the whole point is that we're supposed <laughs> to wit- witness, purpose. Yeah. Okay. witnessing non-judgmentally yet here we are noticing. I mean, that's, I know that's the whole point is just to observe that voice and see how it applies in other environments and contexts. But damn, is it a, it's a talker, that voice. Yeah. (laughs) Big talker. (laughs) Um, So you also have um, all of this Gemini opposite your Sagittarius Jupiter. So Jupiter likes to be in Sagittarius the most. Jupiter is the planet of luck, expansion, growth, travel. Um, And this is all in your fifth house of creativity. So for you, it's like, this is is also bringing, Sagittarius wants the truth in an intense way. So you are trying to provide people the truth in a creative way and in a very varied way because Sagittarius also has a lot of different like hobbies, activities. That resonates with me just because I guess it's like my first thought was like, well, what does the truth even mean? Because like we all are living through our own, what we believe to be true. So then I'm like, I guess I'm just expressing what I believe to be true creatively. And like someone may view it as true. Someone may not, but it's like, all I can know is what's true to me. Right. Yep. And yeah. it is. The, and it's also the philosopher, which is just funny. There we Yeah. <laughs> Just ties yeah. it in. <laughs> that was my first thought. Yeah. Over intellectualizing. That's that's another thing you told me to not do so much. It's just like just do it. Like you don't have to you don't need to know how it's gonna end up. You should like mm-hmm. just be more impulsive. So I don't I heard that. I heard it hard. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, and I think that's also that can come from your Leo rising, your Leo. Leo is a fire sign, yes, but it's still fixed. It's still like mm-hmm. more long-term focused. So that also can sometimes like prevent risks because it feels more safe to not. Yeah, that's a, that's a really interesting point. I feel like I'm, um, I don't know if you'll resonate with this as a fellow creative, um, but just like balancing present happiness with future um, like what my future self will thank me for, but it's like, and I feel like, you know, what will make me happiest now might, might not be what will get me what I want in my future. And like balancing those two, those two things is totally challenging. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You, you also have your Neptune and Uranus in the sixth house. So Neptune is the planet of like 
illusions and spirituality and the unseen. And Uranus is the planet of change and unexpected surprises. So this for you is in your your sixth house of work. So like you experience intense changes. This also can be intense like uh like changes in beliefs even but like yeah like spirituality and intense changes are right on top of each other like those planets so you experience these changes that then shift what your work is like shift what your job is which my immediate thought is like damn it because <laughs> i feel like you have to like commit to one thing or at least for a little you know to like find a career out of it and i'm like why do i keep my interest just <laughs> or it's too much it's too much <laughs> so you have your midheaven in taurus your midheaven is your career your public persona and in taurus like taurus is the food lover like your instagram started as a food blog but then it goes beyond that taurus is also just about really 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 appreciating everything that is simple and like and self-care like mm -hmm. and that is what it expanded to or and is still expanding to and it's like having a green thumb having being very connected to plants and crystals and natural things when you read my chart you were talking about was it south node or north node where you come into this lifetime with that knowledge mm -hmm. you were saying yeah. that south node that's in Taurus too, right? Yes. So that's conjunct your midheaven. So you're coming in like you naturally just are very connected to the earth, understand the earth. And that's why in this, like in this life, you're like getting more connected to the spiritual side because it's like you already have the earthly stuff. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. That's really interesting. That I feel like that was my most mind blowing moment when you did my reading. And I was, I was like, that makes so much sense. Like er, the more of the earthly elements are, that's like comfortable to me. Yeah. And it's like, that's a safety net to like, like I, I was doing recipe development for a few years and I was like, maybe I want to be a, like a minimalist baker, like a food blogger where I create recipes and I have a blog and I did that for a bit. And then I was just like, I'm bored. I'm yeah. just, this isn't, I so, I just need more. I just need something that's, less on the earth actually so um i think i got a little sick of my taurus <laughs> towards the end of that and then and then that's your north node where you're moving towards in this life is in scorpio so you were like okay i get this but like can we talk about the truth of the psyches <laughs> can we talk about the shit that's going on in here like oh yeah let's make food but like come on like Let's but like, what's your childhood trauma? Let's unpack that. Yeah. And it's in the fourth house too. So that's the fourth house of home and family. So literally like childhood trauma in particular. And like uncovering shadows and like, but I really, again, like I was saying, I feel like that's, this comes back to what you were saying earlier too. Like I can't, I can't give people the tangible skills that I want to, if I haven't done it myself. So I feel like I, I, I actually can't be sharing about how to do something when I'm going to be healing the rest of my life, you know, mm. for the, for the rest of my life. Like 
I'm, there's no point, I don't think, where we're ever like, okay, I'm healed. Yeah. I'm good. Like, it's just, we're constantly being triggered by old things. And mm-hmm. it's just like, it's a constant dance of remembering and forgetting. And that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. That's just how it is. And, and I feel like that's why also, like, the work you're doing of like, bringing spirituality and like mindfulness practices is so good because it's adding a layer of balance between like it's like something you can do also for yourself all the time and then it's like like your therapist is helping you but that's not like the only one who's giving you stuff it's like having self-trust too yeah actually that's huge I I think that's what I've realized the most in like my first year of grad school is like you're meeting with a therapist for what, 50 minutes a week, maybe every other week. Only so much is going to happen in that time. And I think it's so important. And I don't think this is talked about enough, like giving people the skills to emotionally regulate and heal themselves outside of those sessions. Like it's not because we don't know what people are doing during that time. So, and that's where I feel like meditation is such a solid skill and practice because it allows you to have that conscious that sense of awareness or it's a a skill that we're always building in every situation it's like why am i going back to this guy that has mistreated me so much is it because i grew up in a family where my parents did not have a stable marriage and i'm recreating those patterns like we can't know that just through a therapy session maybe we can but our therapist can't read our minds so like a lot of it does come down to creating those skills in ourselves too mm-hmm. yeah okay then another thing I want to talk about is your Saturn Saturn and Pisces so um this is and it's square your sun so this can make you put a little bit more serious and puts more seriousness on your purpose so like some people can do stuff in their life, but not have it relate to their life. But for you, it's like, has to be the same. It's also in the eighth house. So it's like, this is also parts of some resisting change. Sometimes there are restrictions and boundaries in your house of trans- change and transformation. So change and transformation might be more slow or it's putting a slow Saturn energy into this house of like really deep looking at the truths changing, looking at your unconscious. I think that's where like black or white thinking and like the inner critic can come in because it's like, well, if I've been this or I I was working on this project for this long, I can't just leave it. Even though like I've changed and I've moved on. It's like maybe this attachment that is, interwoven with the like perfectionism that you were talking about that's how I that was how I initially was interpreting it Uh, okay so also it's opposite Virgo it's in Pisces and Pisces is also kind of perfectionist in a different way but Pisces is the sign of self undoing you are the one who keeps yourself in situations either with your mind in your unconscious or by just like not having your external reality reflect your internal reality. Totally. Oh my gosh. And I feel like that's just like, with that's just reflective of so much, like the rules that I and we like put on ourselves and the pressure that we put ourselves and the 
criticisms and all of that. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny that you use the word rules because that is Saturn. It's like, it feels very structured. And then that's also rigid. rigid can make you more hard on yourself because it's like harsher. The rule, like the rules, like that's why I, I have a hard time being impulsive in my like career stuff because I'm like, no, but there has to be like a logical way or like if I'm doing it right, I'm, I'm following the rule that I've created, but that's like, what, what are these rules? Like (laughs) who made these rules? Because I don't see them anywhere. I mean, any, all of these like rules that we've created for ourselves, what are these rules? It's just a rule that's reinforced by conditioning because it's what we're surrounded by. Mm -hmm. Like we can do whatever we want (laughs) to to an extent, as long as we're not harming anyone. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's like, it's like, to some extent, the rules you abide by are the ones you choose. Totally. It's just weird. It's just silly that we little humans are like, let's make rules, let's organize. And it's like, we also could just vibe, you know? I think, I think it come, like evolutionarily, rules are safe. Like our, by the time we're 30, like 90% of our thoughts are just a script that we've created for ourselves. And it's like, the stagnancy in our thoughts because our our brains just want to keep our bodies safe from anything dangerous and when we have rules we know what's going to happen and like our ego loves when it knows what's going to happen but once we start to break that script our body freaks out because it's uncharted territory but that's how we create new neural pathways baby like trying breaking those rules for ourselves and like trying new things that we haven't done before but it's scary because our ego really resists it. And our ego is like, this isn't safe. You don't want to do this. But that's just a voice, the same voice in our head that is telling us like positive things. It's just how much power we give to those thoughts. But those rules are powerful. Like those, those thoughts can be really powerful mm-hmm. and convincing too. Completely. And, and it's also with, with Saturn there in Pisces. Pisces is this very emotional sign like so this also it it's it's rubbing up against each other because saturn wants this uh like cut and dry and emotions aren't like that so that's also like that is what you address a lot in your work but that is also what could be happening with you of like you can talk about emotions all day but like are you actually gonna let yourself cry like that's so true or it's like like work-wise you know i'm talking about all these things but yet, but like for the operational, like, I'm like, oh, I got to post on Friday because that's when I post. And if I'm like a day late, I'm like, like, no one, no one cares. No one cares. No one probably even noticed. But then like, I created this rule. It's so weird. It's so, the ego is pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. It's, so, it's like sad to be like, like, I will watch back my tarot videos I do on YouTube, and I'm like, bitch, listen to yourself and take that advice, you know? It's like, yeah. it's like sometimes when you're creating so much content for people, it's like, you're helping everybody else, but it's like, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to also do it to yourself. It's like, totally. That's, I honest, that's why I like really stopped posting on Instagram, honestly, because I just felt like I needed more space to actually integrate what I was talking about. And now I feel like I, like I really can focus on meditation and like my mornings and stuff like that. 
but like when I was posting a lot on Instagram, like it, I was really thinking a lot, like, should I be storing this? Should I be doing this? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I just can't do this anymore. Like I need to actually integrate and like learn the lesson. Okay. Let's pull an Oracle card for you and for everyone listening. Just what message we need to hear. This is from the Starseed Oracle deck. Ooh. Okay, let's see what the cards have for us. Ooh, okay. So, yeah, these all have a lot of similarities together. So we have Breath of the Cosmos. Uh, this is uh, this is a <laughs> this is a message for us fucking Mercury Mercury Gemini Virgos micromanaging the universe. It's like stop micromanaging the universe. Just let them breathe. I'll, ta- I'll take one of those. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have like I wanted this sooner. Like why isn't it here yet? And I'm like, oh right, because we've created time. That's why. <laughs> Time is a human thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. And I think I'm going to have just this job at this time. This one on this yeah. time. And it's like, uh, they're like, oh, that's a cute little thing to spend your mind doing. We're just gonna do what we want anyways, though. So. Yeah, if we're gonna do what's best for you and you don't know what that means. So just go with it. <laughs> nice, nice cute little thing trying to figure out what's best for you, but your choices haven't necessarily proven to us that you know. <laughs> We're going to take this into our hands. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, okay. We also have called, which is souls, gifts, and ta- tra- training. It's time to step up. This, this I just think is the shift in this world that we're going towards of just like, it's time to do what you're here to do. It's time to know what your gifts are and like, and like be finding the ways that you can make your dreams happen because you can, and the rules aren't really there. So it's time to step up. That's true. So many self-imposed rules. And then we have activated earth. Trust where you're led. And I love that one. It's just like, yeah, it's just trusting that the universe has got you covered. Also called, it's like you're, you're ready for whatever you think you're not ready for. Because guess what? There's no such thing as being ready. There's just such thing as what you're doing in the moment is who you are. So do what you want to do. Yeah. I also feel like that comes, like, often I have thoughts, oh, I'm too young to be doing this. But then I also know later on in life, I'll be like, I'm too old to be doing this. But like, when I was 15, I thought 26 was old as shit. <laughs> and now I'm 26 and I'm like, I'm still a baby. That's because our soul doesn't age. We're always going to feel the age that, like, we're always going to feel ageless. Yeah. You know? Do you feel like a certain age, though? If you, if you had to put your person oh, yeah. age, what would you I say? mean, I'm older, for sure. Like, I, I'm, I feel like a grandmother, energy-wise, just because I, like, I just need my, like, I desperately need quiet, and I go to bed early, and I wake up early, and I just... I really just want like simple, just a simple quiet life. I definitely, yeah. Even when I was like in middle school, I, I was like that too. But then um, I, I, anytime someone's like, I'm an old soul, I'm like, or did you just have to grow up really fast mm-hmm. because of your childhood trauma? <laughs> That's mm-hmm. also 
true as well. Mm. <laughs> just saying, just saying. Then you also have a Leo rising though, which is like so, it's like your day-to-day -day is more grandmotherly, but like your vibe vibrance when you're on when you're awake is very like childlike and that's simple. interesting that's a good point yeah I, def I definitely feel like it's a balance between like me being a grandmother but me like nurturing my inner child and like just feeling like if I was like watching like a, sh a movie that I used to watch like on Disney Channel I'd be like oh my god I'm so happy and fulfilled right now just liking those more nostalgic things and feeling like I'm capping into a a part of myself that had been neglected for yes. a while. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Do you have any questions? Do you have any other, anything? How do I become as fluent in astrology as you? Like, where did you, where did you learn this language? <laughs> How do I become fluent? I think, I, I think what is the most helpful is understanding that you're learning a system you're like, it's hard to learn just legs and pieces. I think under like really using your birth chart as a guide is I think number one, the, the most helpful thing. Um, and then just looking up all your different placements, but it's like, once you understand the system, you see how it plays out all the time. And once you understand the archetype of something, you can start to make your own interpretations because I know what the 11th house is. I know what Pisces is. I know what the sun is. So then it's like just putting that all together and making your interpretation. Like yeah. it's also like nothing is necessarily like there we're, you're looking at the archetypes, but it's like everything is an interpretation in some way. So I think it's, it's a lot of intuitive work, honestly. Yeah. I mean, even if you gave me an interpretation of my chart, I'm going to interpret it in a way that makes sense to me. Like even your best intuitive inter interpretation it's going to be filtered through my own lens anyway, mm -hmm. um, which is interesting. Like we can only know what we know, I guess. Yeah. And I think it's just, I think it's such a good practice to study your own birth chart, realize why things are some way, get a birth chart reading by one person, get a birth, because like so many astrologers I'm friends with on TikTok and stuff, they have such, they approach a birth chart reading with such a different perspective that it's like, but both of what we're saying is very true. It's just different like specialties of what to focus mm -hmm. on without even realizing that we're giving necessarily different information yeah. based on our perception. Cause you're just the, you're the guide, but like the person you're reading for is the expert of like their, you know, their life and their experience. And you're just guiding them to maybe a new lesson that they could learn and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I think community, I think talking to people, I think learning your friends' charts is a really good way to learn. And yeah. Learning Harry Styles' chart. Yeah. And feel like I know him. <laughs> just, just another example. Yeah. <laughs> what, I, what I take a look at every night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for having me, Lucy Marr and the stars. <laughs> Thank you for coming. How can how can everybody find you? Plug your socials. Um, just Meg Josephson on everything on um, YouTube and Instagram, and occasionally TikTok. We'll see. We don't really know what we're doing with that, but let <laughs> the intuition guide there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> to follow her and 
Yeah, just have a great week, everybody. And thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Wow, you guys, we got into so many different things. I hope you guys enjoyed. I swear to God, there were some truth bombs dropped in this episode. I hope that it was helpful for you. I hope that you gained some sort of perspective. I hope that you learned some astrology along the way. And as always, thank you so much for listening. I really, really love you. Bye.